the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. The second message to Daniel, there was the message of comfort regarding the delay. But secondly, there's the message of warfare causing the delay. What's the cause of the delay? Why has it taken so long? Here's what he says here in the text. Verse number 12. He says, Daniel, don't be afraid from the first day that you set your heart to hear and understand. Humbled yourself before God. Your words were heard and I was sent because of your words. God sent a messenger to speak to you because of your prayer. And from the first day that you set your heart in order, that you humbled yourself, God sent a messenger and the messenger was on his way. Verse number 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me for 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief prince, came to help. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. What this text is literally talking about. He's not talking about carnal princes and kings that are wearing crowns. He's talking about the hierarchy of the spiritual realm of the demons that the devil has set up to mimic the spiritual realms and authorities and positions that God has. So in other words, what God has archangels and and he's at ministering angels and he's at different levels and rankings and files of angels. And so the devil has mimicked that in the form of princes and kings and positions of authority of the demonic realm. And what he says here in the text, he says, I was on my way because of your words, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. Here is what he's literally saying. He's literally saying, I was on my way, but while I was traveling through the atmosphere to get to you, There was a demon. His rank is prince, but his assignment was Persia. Lord, have mercy. His assignment was to watch over everybody in Persia. I need you to hear this. Satan has assigned demons to your zip code. He has demons. He's got princesses in your zip code. From the day that you prayed in Upper Marlboro, I was on my way. But there are demons who are set in place to block and to interfere with the prayers in your zip code. I don't care if you're in Upper Marlboro or whether you're in Bowie or whether you're in Sacramento, there's a demon assigned to your atmosphere. There's a demon assigned to wherever you are and they're in place to block and interrupt the flow of the messengers of God. From the first day I was on my way but I ran into this principality, y'all here. I ran into this demonic realm. I, I ran into interference and I've been warring, I've been battling, I've been struggling to try to get through with you. For 21 days I've been fighting to get the message to you. But I've been held up 
by spiritual warfare. I've been on my way. I wasn't negligent on my job. I was getting to you. I was on my way to you. Hear me this morning, Kettering. God has sent messages and he sent answers to prayers and he's assigned messengers to get answers to you, but there's interruption in the spiritual atmosphere. I just want to know, are you even aware that there's a spiritual realm over you where warfare is taking place every day? While you're tiptoeing around thinking everything is wonderful. No, there's war going on in the spiritual atmosphere to interrupt the plan of God, to interrupt the answers of God, to hold back the answer of the prayer that you sent up two weeks ago. And these demons are, they're assigned to a position. And they're working hard to make sure you don't get what you need so that you can glorify God. And these demons are always working to hold up the messenger of God from getting the message to you. This is why you need to be praying for your pastor and supporting those who preach to you. Because they are messengers. I am a messenger of God and I got a message to bring to you. But there are demonic realms that is working against me. To keep the message from you. And what we see happening in our culture, what we see happening in our community, what we see happening in our world is that these demonic spirits and entities are working hard to keep the preacher from bringing the message that God has sent. And so therefore they stand up so that they can get a crowd and they preach motivational messages and they preach prosperity messages and they preach feel good messages because they think that's what's going to make the money come in and they think that's what's going to fill up the pews but I didn't come to preach prosperity I didn't come to preach feel good I came to preach the word of God because it's the word of God that's going to help you walk through this hell and when the man of God has determined to bring the message of God he's going to get interference from spiritual wickedness Everything comes to try to interrupt and block my study time. People calling, talking about, Pastor, I got a hangnail. Can you come to the hospital and deal with my hangnail? I can't come to the hospital to deal with your hangnail. You pray over your own hangnail or call somebody else because right now I've got to get a word to the people of God. I can't afford to be interrupted. I can't afford for the demon to hold me up. I've got to get this word. This angel who's speaking, we believe to be Gabriel. Gabriel said, while I was fighting and I was wrestling for 21 days, he says, Michael, the archangel came and relieved me. So now Michael's fighting with the spiritual wickedness so that I could be free to come give you the message. Sometimes I've got to have Pew or Williams come and deal with this thing that's trying to interrupt me. I know it's important, but I can't do it right now. I know you do want Pastor Stone. I can't be there all the time. And so I've got to use some help that can free me up from being interrupted so that I can get to the message of God and bring it to the people of God. Too many preachers being interrupted. Too many preachers thinking it's okay to stand up on Sunday morning and just speak from their heart. But if your heart is desperately wicked, we don't want to hear your heart. 
I don't care how good you can hoop. I don't care how good the organ is. I don't care how motivational you are. I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how many people you got in your pew. If you're not bringing the message from God, I don't want to hear it. When I'm walking through hell, I want a word from God. There's warfare going on. And for 21 days, I've been wrestling, he says. I've been fighting. And he says, I came because of you. I came for your words. And Gabriel says, look, I got relieved by Michael because no one else could relieve me. See, you can't do spiritual war with carnal folk. If you're in trouble, you realize your situation is spiritual. You ain't calling Bobo and Bubba to come help you. No, I don't care how strong he is. Oh, Bubba, he got big old arms. He got big guns and all that. He can't do nothing with a demon. You go look for somebody spiritual. Pastor, can you come over and bring some oil? My daughter's neck is turning all the way around. She's spitting up green puke. I don't know what's going on. She's floating in the middle of the air. You ain't calling no carnal help for that. You calling spiritual help for that. Am I right about it? You walk in your child room and they floating in the middle of the air. You can call oh, Pastor, what's it called? Kettering. Get him on the phone. Somebody, hey, I need some spiritual help here. Somebody with a Bible and knows the word of God. I don't want motivation now. Don't be telling me I got my best life right now. I don't be telling me I'm good, everything wonderful. No, I need a word from God right now. I'm sorry, y'all. It's, it's getting to me, but, but the message you got to get, a message of comfort regarding the delay, a message of warfare causing the delay. The delay is not because God doesn't love you. The delay is not because God's not able. The delay is because there's a spiritual war going on to get the message to you. And the answer is coming. Just don't give up the faith. Final message that's in the text picks up verse number 16. And this is the message of consoling despite the delay. You're walking through hell, and and the answer to your prayer is delayed. But here's the good thing about our God. Our God loves you so much that he wants to make sure that you are consoled despite the fact that there's a delay in the answer to your prayer. One of the best ways to console someone is to touch them. In this text, beginning at verse number 16, Daniel says... And suddenly, one having the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and I spoke, saying to him who stood before me, My Lord, because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me and I have retained no strength. He goes on in verse 17, says, how can I talk to such a one as you? He says, for as for me, there's no strength that remains in me now, and there is no breath left in me. What happens here in the text, and this is the way in which the Lord begins to console Daniel through the message. Despite the fact that you've been going through hell, despite the fact that your answer to prayer has been delayed, he sends the angel to touch him first and he touches his lip. When he touches his lips, what it does, it frees Daniel to release all the pressure of the stuff that he's been carrying around. Oftentimes when we're going through hell, we're suppressing all of our 
pain. We're suppressing all of our worry. We're suppressing all of our concern. One, because we're afraid. If I let this out, how are people going to judge me and what are people going to think of me? And so therefore, we don't tell nobody. So you came in this morning and you know you're walking through hell. Your life is a mess. Your marriage is a mess. Your job situation is a mess. Whatever it is, you've been walking through hell. Somebody greeted you at the door. They said, how are you doing today? And you said, I'm doing wonderful. I'm praising the Lord. I'm good. And you was lying right out the cracks of your teeth. You're not doing good. You're walking through hell. And you're trying to figure out why hasn't God answered me? How come I'm still dealing with this bad marriage? How come I'm still dealing with this money problem? How come my sickness is like it is and the doctor can't fix me? How come I'm dealing with that? But yet you, I'm fine. No, you ain't fine. But what it is, I'm concerned about releasing this pressure, releasing this answer to somebody who may judge me or somebody who can't help me. But when the angel touches his lips, Daniel begins to spew out everything that's been troubling him and why it troubles him. Daniel begins to talk and he says, I'm tired. I mean, I'm preaching to these people and I've been preaching to them while they were in Babylon. And now they're free from Babylonian captivity. And some of these people won't even go back. They still worshiping false gods. I'm preaching to these people Sunday after Sunday, bringing message after message and, and laying it before them. And they still acting a fool. And he said, I'm tired. He says, but the vision I saw of what's going to happen to them, that troubled me. In fact, what I saw God getting ready to do to them, it troubled me so much that I'm overwhelmed. And I'm exhausted. I'm tired. He says, in fact, I'm so tired. I don't have no strength left. I don't have no breath left. I feel like I've just been wasting my breath on these people. He said, I'm tired. And when God touches your mouth in consoling you, he allows you to let it out and let out all the pressure that you've been holding inside of you. Because part of the problem that you're dealing with while you're walking through hell is you're not releasing the pressure on the pressure gauge. Let me talk to somebody. I'm, just, I'm trying to make this as plain as I can. Anybody familiar with a crock pot? Put stuff in a crock pot. Lock it down. One of them pressure cookers. Old folks call them pressure cookers. Young people call them crock pots. They're a little bit different. But you can blow the top off of it. If you keep putting stuff in the pressure cooker, but you don't release any of the pressure. See this little valve on the top? Let it off. Let the pressure off. But if you don't let no pressure off, you're going to blow the whole thing up. That's what's happening in some of your lives. The pressure keeps coming and the stuff is, you keep putting stuff in the pressure cooker. But you're not letting nothing off. You're not talking to nobody about what's going on in your life. You ain't talking to nobody about the thing that's bothering you. You holding it all in. Oh, you tough. I'm the man. I'm man. I'm, I got this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a self-made woman. I can do this. I got this. Now, but sooner or later, that, the top is going to blow off of the pressure cooker. The top is going to blow off of you. And so God knows that. And so in his answer, he says, I know you've been going through the delay, but I'm going to console you by letting you release that pressure. Let it off. Express it out. Now, let me say this. If you can't release it to somebody you feel comfortable with, release it to God. So he touches his mouth and he releases that pressure. He starts laying it out. He's, this is what's going on. This is what I feel. This is what's hurting me. This is what bothering me. The vision is stressing me out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired. Angel of the Lord, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of trying to make the marriage work by myself, pastor. I'm tired of, of being the only one that's bringing in money. I'm tired of going out to work every day. People at the job don't appreciate me. All they do is complain, but I'm just tired and I can't do it no more. I don't have no strength to keep fighting in it. God, if you don't show up tomorrow, if you don't show up today, if you don't speak to me how to deal with this thing right now I'm going to work tomorrow I'm going 
me now, God, because I need to release this pressure. This pressure got to go somewhere. And God is saying, let me just touch your mouth. Let me, let me just open you up today. Let me just allow the pressure to be relieved because I don't need you to act like that. I need you to stay focused. I'm trying to comfort you. I'm trying to console you. And so Daniel, he touches Daniel's, he touches Daniel's mouth. Then he comes back again and he touches him again. Verse 18 he says, then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched me and he strengthened me. Wow. The angel touched Daniel, consoling him. And in the process of consoling him, when he touched him, he said, he strengthened me. And he said to me, in his consoling touch, when the angel touched him, Daniel began to feel strength. The transfer in the message that the God had sent through the angel was strength for Daniel. And so when the angel touched Daniel, he got strengthened and he said, oh man, greatly beloved. He reaffirms to him, in spite of the fact that the message was delayed, that God still loves you. Greatly beloved. Then he affirms again. Don't, don't be afraid. And then he transfers to him, peace, peace be to you. In the message that God sent to him, there's peace in the message. Lord, help me here. And so the message brings Daniel peace, not like the world gives, but the peace that only God can give. The peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace that allows you to smile when everything is falling apart. The peace that allows you to have joy, unspeakable joy. To worship God while they're taking your car. To worship God while they're putting you out the house. To worship God and still celebrate and have joy in spite of the situation. So he's, he's able to have joy and peace. And the peace is transferred to God. He says to him here in the text, he says, be strong, Daniel. Be strong. Yes, be strong strong strength is being transferred to Daniel in the message so when the when he spoke to me I was strengthened the more the message came the more I got strengthened the more I heard the message from God the stronger I got this is why some of us can't afford to skip a Sunday from church Lord have mercy we need to come get a message from God every Sunday because if I don't get there Sunday I'm gonna fall apart if I don't hear from God Lord have mercy I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it to something you've never seen before and so we've got to hear a word from God because the more I get the message from God the stronger I get Lord help me here the more able I am to deal with this mess the more able I am to walk through this fire the more able I am to keep on going on God I got to hear a word from you and so Daniel says to the angel keep on speaking because I'm, I'm getting stronger as you speak somebody needs to say preach on pastor because I'm getting stronger as the message comes preach on pastor because the word of God is strengthening me I need to hear a word from God because if God don't speak I'm going to lose my mind and so Daniel Daniel says I'm getting stronger now I can handle the thing. I'm ready now. And he, he says, look, I, I, I'm not even worthy to, to be talking to you, but the more you talk, the more I get strong. And then the angel said, do you know why I came to you, Daniel? I came because God loves you. I came because God heard you. I came in spite of the delay. I came to give you a message from God that will strengthen you while you walk through your hell. I came to give you a message from God that will allow you to realize that you, all my help 
comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I come to tell you this afternoon that the Lord loves you, Kettering. That the Lord's message might be delayed, but is not denied. And he heard you three weeks ago, three months ago, three years ago. But on this day, in the Kettering Baptist Church Legacy Center, God sent a messenger to give you a word that even though the message was delayed, there was a message in the message. And I came to give you strength so that you can keep on on your journey. Can I help somebody here? God didn't cause you to walk through this thing to stay in it. He's going to bring you out. He's going to bring you through. He's going to bring you over. He's not like man. He's God. And nobody can stop him from what he wants to do. And when he decides to do it, he's going to do it. And when he says, I'm sending a message, he'll get you the message. Might not be when you want it, but I swear to God, it'll be right on time. Just when you need it. Even though there's a warfare going on to get you this message. You need to understand that God knew what you need and he knew when you needed it and the message gets through right on time. And let me help you right here. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Here's the last thing. I want you to hear this because here's what happens while that warfare is going on and the enemy realizes I'm getting ready to lose and the message is getting ready to break through to give you the answer that you've been waiting for. He sends another messenger to you, the devil does, and whispers in your ear, give up, quit. God don't care about you. God is not listening to your prayer. You're just going to have to deal with this one by yourself. And this is why many Christians give up just before the answer comes. And so what happens is they turn their back and say, okay, I give up on waiting on God. And see, the devil already knows that his prince was losing. So that's why he sent you a message so that you can walk away from the message that's coming. Lord, help me here. And this is why you didn't show up on that Sunday at church when the message was for you. Because by the time the message broke through and got there for you, you had already walked away. You had already given up. You had already thrown in the towel. You had already said, it ain't going to happen for me. And then your friend called. He said, girl, you should have been at church today. The message that the preacher preached, I declare it was just for you. And you say, but I done gave up now. God wasn't going to answer. But you were not listening to God. God never told you to give up. God never told you to throw in the towel. God said, wait on me and be of good courage. And I will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Can I talk to anybody? Wait on the Lord. It might take 21 days. It might take 21 years. There might be a delay, but the answer's coming. And while you're walking through the fire, thank you, God, He's with you all the way, all the way, all the way. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the message, God. I thank you, God, even though it was delayed, it's a message for me. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody ought to thank him today. Thank you, God. As I'm walking through hell, now I understand why, why the message was delayed. Now I understand, God. I understand the message. I receive it today. 
Spirit of the Lord, maybe there's someone here today that didn't know that you loved them. Maybe there's someone here today who thought you walked away from them, but they walked away from you. God, I'm praying right now that you draw them to yourself. That man, that woman, that boy, that girl whose life is on the edge of destruction there, standing over the trapdoor of hell. God, I'm praying that you draw them into salvation, out of the darkness, into the marvelous light. You came to set them free. You came and gave your blood. You love them, God. I'm praying that you draw them to yourself today. Praying, God, for that one who's been walking through hell, God, and, and then they've been frustrated by the delay in the message. They've been frustrated by the delay in the answers to prayer. But today they understand it, God. I'm praying that today they come humbly before your throne and give you glory for the answer that they've been waiting for. Father, save someone today. Deliver someone today. Remind someone today that you love them and you care. And that they will make it through this. This too will pass. They're going to come out on the other side better, not bitter. Bless your people in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.